Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 201. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Other things are moving than just what he is pulling up out of the ground. Yeah, that's fair. So we're starting combat. Okay. You guys are surprised by the combat. Right. So, so we need vigilance. Vigilance checks. But I'm, I'd assume that I'm not, like, as we're trying to do work, I'm not carrying around all my equipment. You're... <laughs> I could probably set it to the side. Probably not wearing the alchemist vest. It's up to you what you do with your things. Like, if you would have just packed that vest away into your backpack for travel home, then it's in your backpack. I wouldn't want that stuff to get damaged. And if you were to set your backpack down along the edge of the cavern because you're doing work, then yeah. that is fine. Is Jedith only narratively in this? Or he's a veteran, he'll swing. he's swinging with us right now. Jedith is not going to participate in the combat in any appreciable form unless you guys activate him through some sort of... or something. Or yeah. convincing him. Yes, unless you do something. That's fine. To engage him. And we will roleplay out like what he is doing, but he is not occupying a slot. I already just rolled two advantages. I got 1.3. 0.4 for all. Ethan, what's the bad guy tally at? Well, there was only going to be one, but... Since you have augmented That's fair. with your threat, there's going to be two. Two slots, anyway. Yeah. One that is a triumph, and one. So, they have a triumph, so they are going to get off a shot before the first round. Which, I say they, because these are minion groups. Yeah, yeah. So, one of the minion groups, Ulf had taken a free maneuver to get the way as crunchy bones start coming up, and these crunchy bones shoot arrows. So there is a volley of arrows coming at Ulf as Ulf backpedals away, a staff in his hand. Okay. That's a staff in one hand. His pick is, is actually lying on the ground there because he like was grabbing a staff and a second artifact because we said with his advantages he found a second thing. So his pick is lying on the ground, he's got a staff in one hand, and he's got some other random artifact that I wasn't prepared for there to be multiple artifacts. Let's find out a little bit about this other artifact. <laughs> but meanwhile, Lady Sabine sent me with the artifact of Destroy All Undead, but I don't know what it is because I didn't look in there. 46. Develop. 28. Pleasures. Look, you want to feel good? Okay, I have a, a concept for what kind of artifact that could be. It's a smoking pipe. <laughs> I was thinking it's something that can heal strain. Mm. So he's got a staff in one hand and some sort of rod in the other hand. And he's about to get shot. And he's backpedaling away, so he is short range from them. Yep. I suppose this is a case where it'd be better to be engaged. Well, he didn't know it was going to be a skeleton archer. All right. 
This is a minion group of three skeleton archers. So they are operating at two yellows. Okay. Ulf does not possess any defense against ranged. He is short distance away. He is, however, adversary two. So keep that in mind should you decide to attack Ulf. that's <laughs> dead. As long as it doesn't make him crazy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Okay. He turns out to be a lich. I mean, we gotta take the staff from it. Well, unless that's what made him a lich. Uh, you want the skeletons to roll? Yep. They miss. They two miss. advantages. They'll use their two advantages to give him a black die. Alright. The lineup is a player, the two bad guys, and the other two players. It is now at this point that everybody's going to make a fear check. Ooh. These are not zombies. These are not zombies. These Tragic. are not ghosts. These are skeletons. Moving skeletons. Shooting skeletons. And there's two sets of them. So I'm not going to have you make two separate rolls, right. but I am going to increase the difficulty of the one roll that you make. It is a discipline check that is three purples. What if I just use deception instead of discipline and pretend to not be scared? I... You can pretend to not be scared all you like, but you may still be shaking inside. The skeletons don't care. Yeah, I will spend a scary point on this. There's a chance of succeeding. You've got a reputation to keep. I don't. <laughs> I can scream. Success with a threat. Take a strain. The downside is the mounting strain. Well, yeah. you might want to spend advantages to heal that. Success with two threats. Take two strain. I'm going to use my second When We're in a new encounter, right? Because the battle is one. This is a new encounter. Okay. Okay. Ulf is also going to roll three advantages. I don't suppose he could pay those forward, can he? He'll take a blue die on his first action. He has a burst of adrenaline, but he's also going to carry a black die for the whole encounter, having failed the check. He's got three advantages, does he? He'll take a strain with another one. Oh, okay. okay. I wasn't sure if he was down. He is a nemesis-level character. No okay. wonder I didn't beat him in the duel. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a lot of melee skill. That's why he was <laughs> participating in the inexperienced fighter category. I suppose that's... Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and Jedith is like, the Doris, that's what's breathing here! Where's the mace? Where's the mace? He doesn't have his mace. He doesn't have his mace. He was a heavy infantry fighter back right. in the day. but He's 30 years older. Yeah. He doesn't have his mace. He, he doesn't has, have his armor. He, he doesn't has, have the rest of the army. He has a torch and a sandwich. <laughs> torch is actually pretty good. Sandwich? I mean, that's that's good, too. I, no, I need that sandwich. Give me that sandwich! He's <laughs> still his lunch. <laughs> Battle of a sandwich. If only I had thought to wear the rings that I have. I mean, you could pull them out. Yeah, I guess I you could. could put, you could do a maneuver to put on a ring. Yeah, because yeah, the one... Catchin's ring does strain. That's true. Anyway, we got a one player slot first. Trick is willing to go first. Skeleton archer. Uh, for some reason, Trick, the thought didn't occur to him that skeletons would also be archers. So there was like a section and rocks were coming up yep. and things like that. And so these skeleton archers are all like standing up kind of in that pit type space that was dug down. So they're in like a pit. Yeah, they're not like a total person's height lower than you guys. Okay. Probably narratively, you were helping like lift rocks out. Yeah. Ulf was further down. Ulf grabbed the two artifacts from near a skeleton, and those skeletons started to move. He backpedaled away, so there's a mess of bones with bows. Okay, but they all have bows. Yes, they all have bows, and there's half a dozen of them. Closer you are to danger, further you are from harm. Trick solution is to fisticuffs. You're going to jump down into that pit like, style? no one down there is going to be able to shoot a bow effectively. Trick thinks he's safer down there, and punching him is actually going to be more effective. Trick was the one who said, 10 feet away or in their face, that's the way it goes. Yes, 
Those are the two choices. I like how Trip just punches undead. It worked with the... It worked with the zombies. I mean, I have medical skill. <laughs> I might need it later. Although I'm unwounded right now. Uh, so I had to take a maneuver to, like, to jump slide in, in there. Yep. Um, and then I, whichever one started shooting. Okay, the ones that already shot, those are the ones you're going to punch? Yeah. From six perspective, like, there's six skeletons down here. Yep. And you're just going to start swinging. He's going to start swinging. You need to, like, invest in, like, brass knuckles. Yes, but that's, you know, not an honorable weapon. All you have is this bone ring. Yeah. These guys got brass knuckles. Hey, give me those. I'm not going to burn strain to take a second maneuver. But you're not afraid to know skeleton. This is something I can hit. I mean, that makes it much easier. Okay, that's success with a threat for more damage. Does that get through to anything? To damage to them. Okay. They are brittle. They are bone. They have no exterior armor of any sort. Yes, that's when the thought occurs to Trick, like, yeah, like, I heard about those breast knuckles. Ah, oh, yeah, I should get some of those. I need samples of these, too. Oh, that hurts. Then I would have undead bone and normally dead bone How to do you compare. you know that the other bones were also undead bones? I don't, but I think they weren't. If we survive. If we survive, we can enjoy that. Oh, look, time for two skeletons. <laughs> All right, one set of skeletons is going to punch at you. Good luck. Manu. You had a threat on your attack. I took a strain. Good. They're that good at punching. They have brawl. Dang it, that's right. That makes sense. And there are three of them. Uh, I'm going to spend a story point, because I would like to not get murdered. Do you have any defense? No. They kick my butt. They are doing seven damage to you. Yeah, jeez. With their little fist. Yeah, all right, I cannot sustain this for real long. And they have two threats, so they are going to take a black die. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, the other set doesn't really care that you're there. They shoot more arrows at all. Okay. They are shooting a ranged attack near you. So you will have a blue die if you choose to attack these guys next turn. Okay, that's fine. They have a single threat. They miss Ulf. I'm going to note that there's been one threat in this pit of loose crumbly rocks. That's not ominous at all. (laughs) I was planning on doing some brambles to shake things up. Well, it's your turn. So my, I'm going to use my maneuver to pull out the green ring, Catchin's okay. ring. All right, you put that on, and your strain threshold is too higher. Mm-hmm. All right, Green Lantern, go. What can I do with brambles? I can try to do an attack to restrain them, or I can try to muddle in the pit. But now that Trick is in there, I don't know that I want to be... If you are wanting to use the bottom half of that card, that would be runic magic, not primal magic. Okay, okay. Yes, so I'm going to use that... So runic magic with the brambles is going to be a stone thing. And that's just flavor. Like with rocks, I guess. That makes sense. I'll try that. I'll try the attack. I haven't attacked really with this yet. So the specialty here is that it decreases spell difficulty and cost. It's up to you, but maybe you want to be more ambitious about what the attack does. So your intellect is four. So you do four plus the number of successes is the damage you do. But... You maybe want to throw some other feature on it if you want. You are short range from the zombies. Right. So the default difficulty of the check is easy, one purple. You are using the rune stone. That's effect decreases the difficulty by one. So that would be simple, no purples. Right. So maybe you want to be bold. Maybe you want to add... I mean, I could do... I don't know what a critical rating is going to do in Undead. I could do a blast, which does not give me a chance to do more of them. That would hit all of us down to the pit. Oh, that would hit you too, though. Do what you gotta do. 
the deadly you might consider because generally speaking magic attacks can only crit on triumphs if you add deadly to it then they can crit onto advantages okay and when you're fighting minions a critical eliminates a minion let me do that because that might be the thing that would help the most so you would be rolling at one purple then okay and magic attacks are combat checks and they follow all the normal rules for combat checks so you are going to upgrade the difficulty because trick is engaged with them that makes it a red all right oh but i got a despair and a triumph and four advantages <laughs> so tell me about this character at all that i'll be playing later <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you got a triumph also. Yeah. So you are hitting trick. You got a despair. Yes. But four advantages, I could use that to get some my strain back. But also, oh, I good. could cast you blue die. But it's also a success. Four advantages, a triumph, and a despair. Okay. So so it didn't hit. Yeah, I guess because okay. they both count as whatever. Yeah. That actually saves you, trick. Yes. Good news for me. Bad news for you. So you got four advantages, but you didn't hit. But you have a triumph, mm-hmm. and you have a despair, and it's magic. Rune magic. Boy, I don't break Captain's ring. Oh, and you oh. did this to Captain's ring! Yeah, the damaging it is definitely a possibility. I don't have the strain to pull out the red ring. Maybe he gets red ring instead. What are you talking about? This is just the only ring we got. No, it turned, it turned red over time. There were skeletons, see? Why didn't you just control them? <laughs> uh, about that. <laughs> I think the despair is damaging that ring. Okay. I think that's totally appropriate. It's not your ring. You used it. You broke it. So please make a note in pencil or whatever that it's got one level of damage. Okay. Is that something I would be able to tell or just like, I don't know? At this particular moment, you are aware that something went wrong. Right. Okay. And something doesn't feel right about the magic. You know, maybe this place is bad for magic. But your assessment of what that is... Unless you wanted to spend the triumph for that, but I don't see but that. No, I mean, I can inspect it later. Okay. You are taking two strain, or does that decrease the strain cost? Yeah, I take one with this, but yeah. You are taking that one strain. You have a triumph, and you have four advantages. Mm -hmm. It's up to you how you spend these things. I don't want to learn their motivation. (laughs) (laughs) You can pass things like forward to trick or to ulf or whatever. Yeah. Another option that you have... For a cost of either a triumph or three advantages is to cause an environmental rock attack on the skeletons. Let's do that and then I'll just use the advantages to pass. I can rest later, but if we die, so do you want I'll to get my strain back no matter what. Do you want to use the three advantages and then you'll pass an upgrade in a blue die? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. The blue guy goes to the next person, that'll be all. Environmental rock attack. Three greens, two purples. There's a melee attack. Well, that worked really well. Uh, that's three successes and a threat. Okay. That is the environment taking another threat. Oh, yeah, that's fair. But that is three successes on something that was going to be doing five damage as its base. So it is doing eight damage, and the archers have two, so, so that's six damage. I punched them. Going at the ones that you punched. They take six damage, so they have now taken eight damage, which means they are now only two skeletons. That's a major improvement. Yeah. One of which has lost several pieces as well. I mean, from Fish's perspective, that worked great. Rock attack, yeah. But Trick, some of those rocks came perilously close to you. Well, yes, I'm standing right next to the skeleton. It's only natural. And Hapa, you are doing things with magic, 
Mm -hmm. You are gesturing. Mm -hmm. Magic is harder if you're forcing yourself to stay quiet or stay still. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think I needed to be quiet. because yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm just... Okay. Like, so from Trick's perspective, he's probably aware that you just did something. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And to him, it looks like you just rocked the skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of what you were trying to do initially. Yeah, I mean, it is what I did, just more magically than just... Although, is that just ranged? Throwing things? If, it, if you're literally throwing things, it is ranged. If you're using magic to throw things, it's the magic skill. I mean, throwing a rock, I might not be that bad at. That's you actually have a good point. Bow. I yeah, do, you but a rocks bow. seem like they do a good job against oh, skeletons. That's true. Oh, <laughs> but they're skeletons. Okay, that was Hepa's turn. Oh. You maneuvered to get the ring on, and then you did stuff. And then I broke the ring. All right, it is Ulf. He is inheriting a blue die. Yep. He also has two black dice. Yep. Uh, so he like, well, see you later. <laughs> did fail the fear check. He is holding two artifacts. How honorable is he? Well, That's a fair question. Depends. Like, even if he's honorable, that doesn't mean he sticks around to fight. He might just wait outside and see if we survive. That's. I feel like if you're leaving, if you're, you're not going to wait around to see if they're still alive. If you're honorable, you're not doing that. <laughs> I just unleashed these skeletons. You guys take care of it for me. I mean, it wasn't really his fault, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> Uh, but you just leaped down to punch them. Yeah. And he, I'm setting a good example. He can't let you show him up. Oh, well, I'm I'm pinching a nerve, am I? So you come in swinging. So he is going to drop the second artifact he found. It it falls to his feet as he switches to a two-handed grip on yep. the staff that he has, and then he like jumps back in. Activate it. Back. Activate it. He brings a skeleton back up. Jam it off! <laughs> so he he maneuvers in and he attacks. Okay. So he's going to take two strain and he's going to attack. He does have one for melee, so that's yellow and a green for him. Up against two purples. And I'm just going to roll randomly to see which group he hits. That's fine. Because he is dealing with fear. Yep. So I don't think he can make a tactically right choice. He does not go for the ones that you've already weakened. Okay. Is the evil GM going to spend any points? The evil GM is going to spend a point. Is that going to roll this? Uh, He's going to come do this by himself. Yes, you may do that. Yeah, well, somebody's magic hadn't stirred the skeletons. <laughs> Swing and a miss. But he doesn't know that. He's got one advantage. He will heal one strain. And then I need each of you to roll a two purple discipline check. Uh-oh. That's okay. a failure. Two successes but a threat. Okay. Trick, you failed. Yep. You take three strains. Oh, that's not good. You're staggered for one round. Oh! Okay. Well, I'm not going next time. But I get upgraded you. Staggered means no actions, but you do have maneuvers. Interesting. Peppa, you succeeded. You had a threat. Mm-hmm. You take a strain. You feel something. Both of you feel something. You both see something, too, as he swings the staff down... At these skeletons, there is like a sort of explosion of some sort of purple light from the top of the staff mm-hmm. that like ripples through the area. And that is trick. You feel like a shock to your system from it. And Hepa, like you... Just a little further away. A little further away. Like it ripples through you and it feels unsettling. Yeah. Jedith is freaking out already and like now he's like... Ah! Even more like, yeah. he's kind of like 
fixated on like my mace where's my mace and he's like looking around the ground desperately for it as if he had already dropped it in combat right okay so he's like in a flashback sort of yeah he he fought in these tunnels against undead 30 some odd years ago and so does it do anything to the skeletons oh you're right the skeletons are nearby the skeletons also need a check well i wasn't sure if it would hopefully it's i don't know if undead were immune Um, or if it was actually healing for them (laughs) because i was worried about I don't think they're immune because they are characters, so it doesn't say allies or non-allies. And it's something that's usually wielded by somebody who has no compassion for those who work under them anyway. Hmm. These skeletons do not have any discipline. First set of skeletons. Well, that's super effective then. Good job. There's a a crumbling, and um, that set of skeletons that was like initially shooting, clink, clink, clink. There is now one left, but it's like just being held together, barely. The other set of skeletons, the ones that were just punchy-punchy, they shake and rattle and pieces of bone chip off. But they are still functional. However, both sets of skeletons are staggered this round also. So everybody who is down in the pit, Mm -hmm. other than Ulf, has been momentarily stunned by this purple blast. Yeah. You guys still get your turns because you can still do maneuvers, but that was a crazy purple blast. Yeah. I think Daddy would love to study that. Anyone could go on the player side. Again, just looking to not get murdered today. Or really every day. Yeah, I still don't think this is a good place to call Made Out because there's still skeleton archers. That was freaky dangerous. I don't even know how he's doing. Are you concerned about meat getting hurt? If I like unleashed him, yes. Okay. So I do not think I would call him out. This is not... A good environment. What is mate's discipline? Oh no. no. Absolute garbage. But mate is not on your person. Mate would be sitting with your backpack on the side. I guess so. Because you were in here moving rocks and stuff like that. That's true. I was in here moving rocks. I was not. Okay. He's eating your snacks. He's asleep. It's dark. That's... We're making a lot of noise. It's very funny. But what else do you have on your, like, as far as maneuvers, what do you have on your person? As far as maneuvers. Or burst? Is and that maneuver No, action? that's an action. Is your encouraging stuff, is that? That's an action. Okay. It's not a spell. Gotcha. And it's not, it doesn't cost strength. He could bring you something, though. I don't know what he would bring me, though. I don't have a strange room right now. Bring me that sandwich. I was trying to think, <laughs> like, if there was a mace around, I would tell him to give that to Jeff. But I don't know that there is a mace around. If he could lift a mace. No, but you could tell him to look for one. Well, yeah, okay. Also, he cannot carry a mace. But he might be able to point Jedith, or could you have him do something that makes Jedith, like, focus? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of things that make sense. All right, you are also capable of aiming. Yes. You are also capable of aid another for Hepa by giving her advice on, like, where to line up her shot or whatever, for whatever she's going to do. You know what? That last one worked well, but it was a little close. (laughs) <laughs> so yes, I think I will aid another Hepa. As like, Trick is kind of frozen, He's like he's lining up a shot, but he's... Yeah, you're shaking something off. Hit him with the rocks again! Alright. So that is Trick's turn. He gives Hepa a blue die. Bad guys are staggered. Do they do anything productive? The only thing that the skeletons are doing is guarded stance. Okay. And Trick, are you only doing one thing? He's only aiding Hepa. Hepa. Did we lose a triumph upgrade, or does that come back to me? That... Was given oh, to, goes trick. Back to Trick. So totally when good. Trick does act, okay. he will get to upgrade. So I'm just going to cast the same thing except for 
No, I'm not going to cast the same thing. I'm not going to go through the ring again because I don't know what's the state of the you ring. You don't know what you did to it? Yeah. So I'm going to use regular brambles. Sorry, how many are left and Ulf is down in the pit? There's Ulf. like four down here still. Ulf is down in the pit. There's still two groups of skeletons. One which has just one skeleton barely holding it together. And the other group which has some damage. So it is a, a crowded group down there. The attacking is going to be harder because, but would entangling be harder? That would also be upgraded because okay. everybody's all together. So then I might as well go for an attack with the brambles. So roots and stuff are going to come poking out of the yeah. ground. Yeah. It's short range and they don't have defense. Attacking with magic is one purple. It's upgraded to a red because allies are in the mix. Right. So two successes on that one. Okay, so you take two strain. Okay. The attack's damage is the successes plus your intelligence. But there's a primal attack. Yes. So oh. it should be your cunning. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So four. Okay. If only I hadn't broken this ring. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I could pull out the red one, but that will just take me out. Were you going after the skeleton that was... On trick. They are all in the group together, but you were going after the ones that were punching a trick. Yeah. I mean, I don't, unless I can tell which ones are the most weakened, I don't know that I would be able to tell from where I am what's weakened, so I would just pick the one that's punching it. Trick, I think. Having done two damage, you cause one of the skeletons to collapse as roots strike out of the ground and knock into it. Excellent. Go, Brambles, go. Wasn't the same thing, but I got your gist. <laughs> This ring is the only thing keeping me up at this point. Wow, you're taking a lot then. Well, I failed at the brambles before, lots of magic. and then right. yeah, right, right. And things have been scary. Things have been scary. Uh, Ulf, like, does he realize something creepy happened? I think he's gonna make a check. A lore check. Yeah, he's got three advantages, but he does not succeed the lore check. He knows some purple light just happened, and that. Trick is like, yeah. <laughs> Look, I got hit by a shockwave. Right. I think I'm doing okay. He does not succeed this in a way that he's sure he cannot stop that from happening again. And so he is going to just drop that staff completely. And oh, he has a sword. switch to something that he can control. <laughs> <laughs> so he is going to draw his whip. See you later, suckers! <laughs> <laughs> and he is going to snap it at the skeletons that are in the larger group. Mm-hmm. They have a guarded stance, so they gain one defense. Yep. Two successes, one threat. Sadly... It's all about the advantages on the whip. It is all about the advantages on the whip. But two successes is enough to cause five damage, so three damage does get through. Making progress. He cracks his whip at one of the skeletons, and it, like, loses an arm. So it's close to falling apart. All right, there's one group left, and they are falling over. Uh, so we're back to the top. Trick is slightly recovered. Do you wish to do something, Trick, before yes. anything else can happen? Yes. Here, he... Take my triumph. Oh, yeah. About that. <laughs> Upgrade your activity. Trick's gonna aim first. Then see what we can do here. What are you doing? 
Swinging it up. Fisticuffs flying. Fisticuffs flying. That is three successes. Five damage. So that's three damage gets through, causing another one to crack apart. Knock off a head. There is one skeleton standing. One skeleton's turn right now. That one skeleton is going to punch his little fist at you. Oh no. That's fine, actually. It's all alone now. This little skeleton, it rolls two greens. And it did do guarded stance, which it does means take a black die. it takes a black die. It's going to aim. It's going to line up this shot. Okay. And it is going to say, where is the master? It can talk. It's very creepy sounding. It has one threat, which is also, oh. enough threats that the rock pit is now going to crumble. You want some coordination or vigilance or something checks? Or you would want to roll some attacks? We are going to roll coordination checks for everybody who is in the pit. If they oh, succeed the coordination check, they will not suffer a crit. That's fair. It is two purples, the coordination check. I have one threat. I, I do take some. Ooh, which is... A little bit of strain there. Yeah, that's adding up. Coordination check for Ulf. Oof. Ulf suffers a crit. Jam. Roll. I'm just hearing, I'm like, medicine checks make me feel better. All I need. <laughs> they make you feel better. You're supposed to make the other people feel better. Tell me about 73. Hamstrung loses the free maneuver until it's healed. So he takes an injury to his leg. Yep. And 73 is an average crit. And now, coordination check for the sole remaining skeleton. Two greens. I'm going to upgrade this on their behalf. Ooh. They fail, so the last skeleton is getting crumbled. But they have a triumph here. I don't know. Is there one last they rock? That, or they get one last attack? They get one last attack. I think that's fair. Now, they're looking for the master. Does that target them more towards Ulf, or they've been hitting tricks? Ulf so? just dropped the staff. They are looking for the master, and I think they will go after him. Okay. Because he had the staff. And this single skeleton, just, I'm trying to think if it says anything else. Uh, it did say, where's the master? His name is Catchin. <laughs> <laughs> now I've just realized another theory about how Catchin ended up with Undead following him is that he just dug up an artifact down here. Well, maybe he's holding on to an artifact that attracts Undead. So the skeleton had said, where is the master? And as it makes its last swing... It will say, we are ready. But it's going after Ulf now, who is two levels of adversary. Oh, Bad news for you, skeleton. Wait, and he has news a... can't get worse for him. <laughs> and, and... He's got nothing to lose. <laughs> he almost succeeded. The skeleton crumbles. It falls apart as its fist hits. That was the last one. Yeah, that was the last one. So combat's over, so quick roll to recover strain. Quick. Well, the GM has a chance. I'll take oh, that's it. That's what I needed, yeah. Just one, but I'll take it. I'll take three. Eleven. Eight. So Ulf is kind of like hopping on one foot, sort of, and like falls back against like the the slope there, like catches his balance against the crumbly wall. Are you all right there? I was about to ask you the same thing. I think they they've stopped moving. Yeah. Man, that hurts. That staff does a number. And it also says, I'm not touching that again. That purple light was so weird. It seems like you were kind of stunned by it. A lot of us were. Yeah, it's like a shockwave. Shockwave isn't the word you would have. Like getting hit by a horrible gust of wind. Gust of cold wind straight to the bone. 
guess I was standing in the eye, but I didn't feel anything. I think that one might be a necromancer staff. Okay, we're all safe. Everybody in one piece or two pieces. Janeth, you okay? Miss, where's my mess? Hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'd, I'd go to Janeth. Janeth, you all right? We're okay. We did it. Good job. You need to leadership, I guess. Leadership would be a good thing to do. I feel like that's what this skill is. You did, you did a good job. How difficult is this for him? Uh, two purples. Yes, success and an advantage. I shake him out of it. Did we do it? Did we do it? We did. We got it. You did exactly your guide. I'm glad you didn't put yourself in harm's way. Would have felt really bad. And let me tell you, it might not seem like a big deal. That sandwich may have saved my life. Because <laughs> I was at 11 out of 12 strain. <laughs> and I got an extra strain back from that sandwich. I'm going to need another sandwich later. These sandwiches are artifacts. <laughs> Ulf yeah. is pulling himself up out. You can go forward to help him out. Yeah, I like. can assist him. He accepts your help to get back up onto the ledge. And uh, he does not take that staff out. That staff is still lying with the skeletons at the bottom. You, you help him up, and he like starts hobbling over towards the other artifact that he dropped take, on Take it easy, man. So then what Hapa will say is I do have some medical skill. I'll, I'll take care of that staff. Ulf says... You're welcome to it, but he like continues to move away from it because he doesn't want to be in the radius. It's all right. I'm an elf. Can't affect me. I mean, other than the horrible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure blast. he already did. <laughs> okay, so you're getting the staff. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Right. Then I'm gonna go get my med kit and just start. I don't know which one of these guys is more injured though. Jedith, how close are we to the surface? Yeah, it's like maybe like an hour or something. All right, yeah, let's take care of this here. Okay. If you wish to treat Ulf, you can. It's two purples to heal his crit. Yeah. But did you get beat up pretty bad, or is yours all just... I mean, I got punched. Okay. I am bleeding, but I'll be fine. Okay, then let's start with Ulf, since he's got mobility. Let's see if I can do that crit. He insists on being away from the pit on, like, the other side of the room <laughs> before he will allow you to treat his leg. That's fair. Let's see what my what the med kit does. I can never remember. What you have is you have... A satchel of herbs that your father gave you. Yeah, bag of herbs. The most basic thing that you can have that lets you not make rolls at penalty. The poultice pouch counts as the right tool for the job. That thing that lets you get the task done without increased difficulty. Okay, so then the difficulty of this check is for... two purples. Okay. Because he is an average crit. Um, <laughs> I triumphantly fail with an advantage. You are not able to heal this crit right now. Mm-hmm. I'll heal the strain. <laughs> you can heal your own strain with that advantage, or his, whichever you prefer. You have a triumph. You can spend triumphs however you want. Uh, triumph can also be used to heal a strain, or it can be used to gain information if you are talking with your patient as you are treating him. I have a lot of strain down, but yes, I want information. <laughs> So yes, I'll chat with him. Let me think about what I would be asking about. Uh, you may recall he is extremely well-traveled, or at least has created the impression that he's extremely well-traveled. Because you could ask him about the other artifact he found. So you could learn things about Westnoth. You could learn things about what specifically he was looking for in this area. You could get him to let you look at the artifact that he has picked up. Yeah, if he'll let me inspect the other artifact too, then that would be... okay. He insists that he will be keeping that this artifact, as he has no interest in the... Well, if you insist. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the purple explosion artifact. So you can take a look at this one that he is keeping. I mean, does he know what it's for or what? He, it is? he just found it in a pit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't know. skeletons attacked. Yeah, I didn't know, know if he anything. had any. He's had a chance to even look at it. He is currently focused on the fact that his leg hurts and he is lamed by it. Okay. So you will be looking at it at the same time that he is looking at it for the first time. Okay. So you will not benefit from any information from him when you make your check. Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting that I'd get benefits, but I, you know, it just seemed like a conversational thing to say. <laughs> I mean, he's the expert. But yeah, okay. So then what I say to him is that you said I can't treat this right now because... I don't have the proper equipment, or I could try magic. I might need to rest a little, though, before I try to heal. You having failed the medicine check is reflective of this injury is such that it will require time to heal. Okay. You know, you you splint it or whatever, but it needs time to heal unless magic is done to it. Right. So it's up to you whether you offer him magic as an option or not. Okay, then... What I will say is about that. Like, I, I've done what I could, but I think it would take magic to heal. I am hesitant to do magic down here because I haven't been very successful. So I'm going to assume it's the area. Um, <laughs> oh, it's not me. I think it's a, the, a, things are out of balance here, maybe? <laughs> yeah. If you would like me to try, I will need to rest before I cast more magic, though. He does not have a keen interest in lingering down here. Yeah. And he's not completely incapacitated by the injury, so he'll walk it off or whatever. We can offer him shoulder. But you can make a roll to assess the artifact. Okay. What is that? Is that like a knowledge lore? Yes. Two purples. Oh, so, okay. Oh, it's knowledge, too. I got two triumphs. Oh, my goodness. Don't you have a thing with triumphs and knowledge and something? I do. So I got two triumphs and a regular success. So, flash of insight. When I generate a triumph on a knowledge skill check, roll two blue dice and add the result to the check, in addition to spending the triumph as usual. So, roll four blue dice. So, yeah. So, then two more successes and two advantages. I'll take the advantages for strength. Thank you very much. Okay. So, you ended up with how many successes? One, two, three, four, five. And two triumphs. That makes me feel better to look at an artifact. Mm, new artifact. Maybe it'll give me a little bit of insight on what to do about the other ring that I broke. Oh, that'd be some idea. Although, Caption's the one that makes artifacts. You are allowed to spend those triumphs still separate from the Flash of Insight. Yeah. So if you want to use one of those triumphs to, like, upgrade your role to deal with the artifact you just broke, Mm -hmm. like, assessing it, that's going to be a runes check to deal with the ring. Yeah, I'll do that. But... For right now, you were assessing the artifact that Ulf found. Yeah. He found a rod, and your assessment of it is um, it does not seem to be necromantic in any way. Okay. Your belief, based on the small amount of contact you've had with human mages, which would include Raisa, Raisa's apprentice, Mm -hmm. Lady Sabine, this looks to you like an apprentice mage's small rod wand. Okay. So likely from somebody who like died fighting down here with Gwedri's forces in okay. the past. Okay, okay. And such rods have the ability to make casting in some degree easier for their caster. Right. That's why the students learn how to use the rods. This particular one, when you examine it, 
it has like a crystal embedded in the top of it and it looks to you like it had a rudimentary rune like somebody like kindergartner <laughs> you know like <laughs> beginner level the rune. apprentice rune maker yeah, yeah yeah like somebody who was like still learning the craft and was like maybe experimenting with their own staff but not like fully fledged so it might work some of the time okay it would count as a is as a damaged implement i'm happy to convey all of that to all because i don't know who his particular customers are but i was like yeah i could probably sell this on the i mean you can't sell a necromancer staff <laughs> yeah. he doesn't not, want to not legally it. so he has no desire to touch that thing again yep trick you were going down there to get it though yep still there it is still there all right but i do want you to make another fear check I do want you to make another fear check to actually engage with it. Okay. But I also want you to make a vigilance check to see if you notice other things when you're down in that pit. Average? Yes. Unless you feel like Trick would be making a perception check that Trick would want to like check out and evaluate the space. I feel like it is reasonable that he might make a perception check. Like, this thing went down there, we were attacked in there. Right, and you want to make sure they're not moving again. I want to make sure they're not moving Okay, again. yes, that's totally legit. So, perception check. And Trick will... Grab his backpack so he's got mate in case he needs to make a hasty getaway here. Okay. Is mate sticking his head out helping He you might be sticking his perception head Perception check? Yeah, sure. Now that's safe. Uh, that is many successes and two threats. You're not going to pass out yet, are you? No, because I got some strain back. Okay. You are going to take strain, though. Okay. Because what you are noticing now, as you are down here, and no skeletons are fighting with you or anything like that, that a couple of these bows are elven bows. Probably skeletons might be elvish skeletons. So it's a little unsettling. Yeah. I'm trying to think what the right thing to do. I think like filling this pit back in is probably the right move. Okay. So like reburying. Yeah. Hold this thing out. The staff thing? Yeah. Oh, so make make the make fear check. Fear check? Yeah. Average? Yes. It's not as scary as a ghost. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Zombies, skeletons. The worst part of heart that, about this fight was the staff. I fail with one advantage. You're not likely to be making a ton more checks here, but they would have black dice, but behave accordingly. This thing already hurt you. Yeah. Like, pause. is like, all right, well, this water skin is empty. Like, I won't touch it directly. Ah, okay. So you kind of, like, use it as a glove. Use it as a glove. If only somebody had some fire tongs in their bag. Yeah. (laughs) To carry (laughs) the stuff around. Now, does this one have a creepy skull on the top? Crazy lich staff. I just hope my dad's not a lich. Oh, not yet. Because this is... But this... he and Ketchin team up. You know what? This, this would be a great way to build your army is to send your curious daughter out to find artifacts. <laughs> we want to fight suspicion. necromancy. Do we, though? <laughs> we help an awful lot of necromancers for none. No, that's what he told us. That's uh, why we're bringing him these artifacts. For defensive purposes. Uh-huh. We need to have mutually assured necromantic destruction. Yep. So it's him and his army of his brother that he, bar- he oh, that died in He's here. brought Andor back to life. Yeah. Uh, son. Jeez. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> You're like a traumatized trick. <laughs> your mother is captain of the guard and your father is the walking dead. He's a zombie. Okay. This staff has a skull on the top of it, but it doesn't have like the curly horns that the previous or the one had. Or creepy tusk. As many tusks or more than the other one. I see this. Trick will 
recover a strain and just take some comfort in the absurdity of the like slightly different skull designs. Like, oh yes, this one has way more tusks. More tusks, but no Fewer horns. horns. You make up a story about the liches like one-upping each other with their staffs. Yeah. Or like the county fair of the liches of like... Best... <laughs> Best staff of the century. <laughs> Most tusks. Most tusks. <laughs> to mouth. Ridiculous. Tuskmonger. I'm going to have to wait a few decades to... Like, where do they get these tusks? From where are these necromancers sourcing these tusks? Can make a survival check. Can I put a stop to the illegal tusk poaching and that thereby stop the necromancy problem? What animal are they trying to emulate? Yeah. I bet they're orc tusks. Really dark orc teeth or something. Or wait a minute, I'm familiar with wild boar. You can make a survival check. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were joking. No, I'm telling you you can. It's got a black dot on it because you're a little freaked out. I just have a failure. You don't know. You're not sure if these orcs are boar or orc, both or... Something else, something weird. Kind of don't want to look at it too closely, maybe. Yeah, (laughs) I just said, like, I tell me not to touch it. Stupid. Yeah, yeah, well... Yeah. Somebody else wants to look at it, then it's not going to be our problem. All right. I believe we can end the encounter, although you need to examine your ring. I need to do a medical check probably on Trick. I mean, Unless, just a basic. And I don't know if all have other injuries or just the... Okay. So, all right. Yeah. You can make a medicine check on Trick. I mean, I want One to. purple. Medicine is so fun. Maybe I won't take these bone samples. If I have to go in the pit to take some. No, I'm reburying this. Two successes and two advantages. Okay. Are you allowing Trick to heal strain? Yeah. Thank you much. Now back to half strain. All right. We gotta limp this guy out of here. So Ulf accepts your shoulder to help him limp on out of there. Does he though? Because I'm carrying the creepy staff. Uh, he accepts Hepo's shoulder to help him limp out of there. And he had failed his fear check in there. Like, he was... Kind of freaked out, but as you leave and, and head back above ground, he uh, he thanks you for your solicitude and how we've come full circle, you know, him taking you to the tent of healing, and now here you are, like, you know. He's like, wait, you had medical skill? <laughs> and so when you guys get above ground... That was scary. He wishes you well with that super creepy thing, and... Look, better that we take it somewhere safe where nefarious people can't dig it up, or just people who might accidentally dig it up. Yeah. Just uh, be careful to not set it off again. I assure him that we're well-versed in magic. Make sure to keep it safe. And ain't nobody gonna be touching it. I, I got, like, the glove, wa- the water skin glove. <laughs> you don't even look at me, but I have so many artifacts to inspect That's at true. this point. <laughs> I was distracted by other things. So he'll take the rod from the dead mage. It, it could be a value to somebody, and you know, it's, it's not what he was sent here for, but, but he might be able to, the, you know, th- this will teach him to, to tack on extra battlefield visits. And he should have been focused on what he was originally sent out here to find, so. Uh, I don't think Trick didn't engage him on that topic, so he will, he will just curiously ask him, what were you looking for? Are you digging around? Uh, there's a, an ancient tome called the Book of Reese that uh, I've been contracted to track down. Make a cool check if you don't mind. Okay. I've heard of that. You succeed your cool check with advantages and triumph. Book of Riffs? What is that about? <laughs> that sounds interesting. Ancient knowledge um, rather than shiny baubles. Well, yes, being a book. He tells you that he is not 
entirely sure what its contents are, but the society that hired him to acquire it. I would um, like to spend the triumph to know who hired him, if that's possible. Oh, okay. Wait, was that something that Lady Sabine had? Was the book a Reese? No, that's something that's at the House of Light, where Ketchin read it. Oh, maybe it's missing now. There might be multiple copies floating around. So he will tell you that this is a hushed conversation. Of course. So, like, Jedith is not within earshot. And he'll he'll drop his voice and he'll say, Well, the Society of Shadow out in Carson, they claim the, the book was plundered from... Uh, from their society's uh, stores in years past, during times of upheaval, and that it, uh, its rightful place is, is within there. So this wrist person was part of this society? Or they were just the caretakers? I, I imagine Reese must have been hmm. one of the members of long ago. I don't know exactly what the practices of the society of Shadow are. And it could just be a, you know an impressive name. But, uh, it does kind of sound that way. I mean, if you were up to shadowy business, you wouldn't call yourself that. Finding the House of Light. They have, like, the Society of Shadow House yeah. of Light Wars. You know, not to let this get around. Uh, Look, up. I understand. But, um... It's a serious matter, but like, this is just a book. But, you know, the, the, lots What was of... supposed to be in it, then? Like, how, how would you know when you found it, I guess? Is it going to say Book of Riss on the cover? Yes. I mean, if it's been buried in the ground for how long? Like, what if the cover's not there? Oh, I don't imagine it's buried anywhere. I imagine it's probably in somebody's private library. Oh, you were just doing an extra dig here? Yes. On your own location? I had, oh, I had learned oh. of this particular site, and I thought I would double dip, as it were. I mean, the area anyway. I figured right. I would see what other things there were to find here. I have certain feelers out, like he's, he's asking around and, and things like that, but while he waits for like his informants to come back, like he figured he would, yes, get out and do some actual field work. A lot of times the work he does is looking for specific artifacts and stuff. In this particular case, he was hired to locate a book. Yeah. And wars do periodically roll over Westnoth, and when they do, there tends to be like looting and stealing of things. That seems like such a casual comment to make. Well, his point is that Things can get moved around. And... Yes, and people lay claim to items that they have no right to by their claim being trophies of war. Yeah. And he is often hired by people to repatriate items that, you know, were taken from their ancestors. At least that's how he's presenting his archaeological work. Sure, sure, sure. I think... If you want him to make a check on you as he explains all this? No, no, no. I think Trick will make... Probably a deception check back at him. That, like, oh, maybe in somebody's library. Well, I know the House of Light has a pretty extensive library. They're not just practical, believe it or not. Why are you making a deception check? I don't want him to be, know that Trick is fully, like, knows that the house, yes, the Book of Wrist was definitely in the House of Light. You want to point him in the right direction? I want to point him in the right direction, but not outright say, oh, you can find that at point XYZ. Okay. So he wants to strongly suggest, like, that think, might be a good place to check. Or is that streetwise? I think, oh, that it's, be a I think cool. it's cool. You think it's cool? Yeah. Okay. I think it's cool, too, Trick. What yeah. a nice guy. Super cool. I, mean, I decided I wanna, I'm, I'm going to help this guy a little bit. Right. You're communicating information, but, but not showing that you know more than you're saying. Okay, yeah. Cool is opposed by vigilance. So two purples and a red. Okay, so you're pointing him in that direction. In that direction. Okay. Is there any kind of blue dye? Because this information 
that he might want to hear, so he will not be as inclined to question its source. Can you tell me how you were saying this again? You were saying, oh, I heard the book. The, no, no, no. The I've heard the House of Light has an extensive library. Okay. They're not just medical care. Okay. Um, which I feel is a reasonable generic statement. And one wouldn't expect them to necessarily have it, but... All right, I'll give you a blue die. Success with one threat. Okay. Let me ask you, why is Strick doing this? Because we were just in a fight together. This guy could have turned and ran. He didn't. He seems like a reasonable fellow. And it's... I pondered it briefly. I decided Trick is a little bit on the down low. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> yeah. I need to guess. This guy might try to steal the book from the House of Light, but Trick hasn't seen the House of Light be particularly super effective in whatever it is that they're doing. Like, he hasn't had as much interaction with them. So he doesn't necessarily have a, a strong interaction. Also, if Ketchin is to something up to something creepy, it's better for that book not to be there if he wants to go check something. Ah, okay. Trick plays every angle. Okay. You will take that as a strain. Yeah. And, you know, maybe this guy in the future angle. will owe me a favor. I think that's a good approach. Okay. I don't think that's a, an innocuous enough thing. Mm-hmm. Hefa's just like, yeah. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. it gives Hellas some work. He's like, how do I get into the house of light? You're like, being found. Here's Hellas business card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to tell him that you can just get in via the tunnels. But he can figure that out himself. I mean, he could just hire her to do it. Yeah, if he gets there. <laughs> All right. So I think he and Jedith head back to town. Yep, and you guys. We head to the forest. I think Jedith very much for his guide work again. Yep. It's a fantastic sandwich. Trick will actually give him another five coins for his... Oh. Like, he was not expected to be under under threat. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the danger he did not sign up for. Okay. So just to, to thank him for his official guide work. And that if he's... He should check in with Demal at the shop if he's ever... Feeling that kind of anxiety again. He might have something to take the edge off. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the parting glass also has. <laughs> if it's too early, if the parting glass isn't open yet, <laughs> you might want to try that. Okay. Then I think the last roll we will make is just one roll from Hepa to look over the ring and mm, assess. Yeah, and I have my upgrade. So your choice of skill, mechanics or runes? They are the same level. So I guess... Runes makes the most sense in this case. It only suffered one level, so it is one purple to fix it. Okay. That's good. You have one story point available. In fact, I'm going to upgrade. I was going to say it's not very difficult. You might want to spend... Actually, one more upgrade is not going to really help. If it's a despair, it's going to be a despair no matter what. So, yeah, I'll just go ahead and do this. Yeah, so I succeed. No threats. All right, I will say this. You are going to succeed, but you're not going to succeed right here and now. Okay. Because you actually do need to do work to it. Okay. So you need to cannibalize jewelry. Okay. Which you don't have. All I have is the other ring. So Does your sister have a bunch of fancy stuff? I'm sure mother does. I probably do, that I'm supposed to wear. <laughs> so some fracturing has happened. This is a magical artifact that is broken. It's not just, oh, a jeweler needs to hammer something back into place. Right. You need to kind of transmute something. So you need to do runic magic to it right. to fix it. And that needs to consume pieces of value. Okay. So there is, when fixing broken equipment, a cost in parts or money for fixing it. And in the case of broken magical items, 
it is jewelry and other things like that. Once I get to the village, I can work on acquiring something. Yeah. Just uh, use the leftover remnants of the broken rod that your dad has. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure Daddy has all kinds of things. Yeah, that's true. So that role represents like your assessment of what is wrong with it and how to fix it, and you understand what to do. You just need the. So I can fix it, but will I need to roll again? No, no. Okay. It's okay. just a matter of you need to get in a place where you have this stuff, and then you will be able to accomplish it. We'll need components of value. So it is broken until such a time as you acquire the goods to fix it. Okay. But you should be able to take care of that. Before in summer. Two months yeah. time. There's things that Trick knows that he hasn't had an opportunity to talk to you about, but yeah. you guys, you have like a week's long journey back home. Yeah. There's things I can tell you that right now your characters have some pieces of that you could assemble together. Yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. If Trick would be telling me the stuff as we go, then... Yeah, there's no reason Trick would hold in. Yeah, like, it's some of the stuff about Katchen. Like, you know she's curious about that. Yeah. That's yeah, a mutual I mean, friend. It's also like Trick's not dying to tell you, but it's when once we're walking back home, yeah, it would definitely come up. Like, yeah, I was talking, oh, Hella told me how she... Well, he would definitely mention this amulet that Katchen had create like catching made an amulet for her so she could cast this he illusion made an, an ankle bracelet yeah she said he made it yeah and so i didn't know he was a jeweler too or an artificer oh that book of wrist that Alf was looking for yeah it's, it's sitting in the house of light and uh catching read a bunch of it what is it that i don't What's have a it? lot of information on. oh but catching really wanted to read it and so hell it helped him repeatedly break into the house of light and read it so many mysteries that was nice of you to tell him about it yeah seemed like he could use a break and if look the house of light isn't doing anything with it although maybe they're keeping it safe yeah inject some in interesting things into their experience it's all fodder for stories <laughs> true i don't know it's just society of shadow that doesn't even, is that a real organization I mean, I don't know. Can we make rolls for it? But oh. or, I don't know if you're trying to wrap up for tonight. We can also... They can make a lore check. Okay. Uh, she was using her map right. for it. This you can do map for it. This okay. is the part where I tell you things without you having oh, to yeah. map for it. Oh, okay. The stuff that matters from Perfect. what you've learned. Perfect. When you first met Alf, he told you he was from near Halstead. Okay. He told you Halstead was a run-down place. And he was from some village. You are combining things that you have heard... Stories you've heard, new information coming in. Halstead was a fabulous town at one point. It was an excellent, beautiful human city. It was built by mages. Okay. It was blown up and collapsed. And it is now a complete pile of rubble. Like, how did it blow up? Nobody knows? You don't have that detail? Okay. It was destroyed. It just was blown destroyed up. Destroyed by their you own hubris. <laughs> you don't know if it was human mages reaching too far, if it was sabotage... That detail you don't have. Right. But what you do know is that Carson is located not far from Halstead. Western. Carson is on the west. By the Grey Woods, yeah. There are rumors about rebellious mages in the Grey Woods. So this society of shadow that Ulf mentioned having hired him, and the fact that there was this book of Reese that Katchen was reading from strongly suggests that these rebellious mages, this book is a product of their the sect. Society of Shadow, okay. And you don't know necessarily what a group of rebellious mages would be up to, but so far the only type of magic that you've learned that's off limits to humans is necromancy. 
Right. So is Captain just a rebellious mage. Maybe that... he's a rebellious neck he's rebelling against necromancy. <laughs> so whatever the Society of Shadow is, it's doing some kind of disapproved magic. And it sounds like Kachin was studying one of their texts. Okay. Unlicensed magic. Forbidden, would you say? <laughs> Some sort of lore that is forbidden. You do not think that Kachin's artificing is necessarily related to that. Right, that wouldn't be something that would be frowned upon. Not that you're aware of. Because it seems that magical implements are definitely a thing that humans use. Yeah. And from this rod that was found, that uh, he was like, oh, maybe I can sell it to somebody like, oh, apprentices. Lady some. Sabine's entire library? <laughs> yeah. My, my point here is that even the most basic of mages tends to have some sort of rod, at least. Like, right. humans use magical implements. Right. That's not the same thing, necessarily, as the runes. Like, right. the runic magic is some sort of amped up version. Okay. Um, so then the rod was, the staffs are finding are artifacts plus a rune. That seems to be the case okay. in a lot of these situations where the basic implement is able to do something to make the mage's life easier. Mm -hmm. And if there is a crystal or some other thing incorporated into it, that is an additional thing that it takes extra knowledge to know how to unlock. Right. And Caption specifically didn't show interest in the rune, so I don't know if maybe he doesn't know how or he just was honoring... What Kachin told you was, I didn't touch the crystal. Yeah. Which indicates that he knew that the crystal was something separate that could be used. Yeah. It does indicate that he could use it. He doesn't necessarily know what that particular crystal was, but he was clearly aware yeah. that the crystal was some sort of magical thing separate from the rod. So it may be a matter of what was more important to him to have at that point in time. Right. And since you don't know how the rod itself was aspected... It's entirely possible that he was like, I don't know what that does, I don't need to be touching that right now. This curious elf will probably figure it out. So there may be multiple groups of humans out and about who are uh, into shady magic. Besides us. Yeah. Trying well, to find artifacts, dangerous artifacts. And you also have Ulf as a, a person out there who, you know, maybe you can draw upon at some point in time. Yep. Yeah, someone we know in Western Wesel. It also occurs to me that I managed to get an alchemist consultation for a thing that might benefit Martinek, which could end up being traced back to you through Gwathlin. Maybe if you wanted to be able to do a favor too that way. I mean, I've already gotten a favor from her. Yeah. So I feel like that should be a favor from Lady... Glennis. Yeah, that's what Glennis. I meant. Like, I don't know what will come We're up. Send a lot of business to Damal's shop for. No, maybe Damal will just owe you a favor. <laughs> that's right. I sent you some business. Yeah. The guy said he wasn't there to see you, but later he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the way networking works. All right, this ends this arc. So you get to increment your heroic ability in some way that involves you looking in the turn off rule book. Yes. You also I have to look the book. Will be receiving. 10 XP for your activities today, but there is a bonus of an extra 5 XP for finishing the arc. Woohoo! So a total of 15 XP for tonight. GM Jennifer here. As usual, I use some Battle of Westnoth units as inspiration for this arc. You heard us talking about liches that have four arms. 
that's based on the artwork for the ancient Lich unit. Sir Martinic and his fellow knights were guarded by revenants. In the caverns, our heroes are attacked by skeleton archers. The staffs that Trick and Hepa have recovered match the two examples in the artwork for the Dark Sorcerer. The rod that Ulf got to keep was based on what a regular mage carries. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.